Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Moonday Musings. So apologies that it's so gloomy in this video, but it's gloomy <laughs> in real life. So um, yeah, those of you on the listening on the podcast obviously doesn't affect you. Um, but yeah, on YouTube, it's it's rather a gloomy appearance. Um, but yeah, it's 4.30 that I'm recording this and it is dark. It's really quite dark. So we are well and truly in the belly of winter at the moment and just a, a couple of days away from the winter solstice, the darkest day of the year. But of course, the return of the light, the rebirth of the sun also. So, um, yeah, in this video, in this episode uh, for this week, we've got a little bit to talk about, really, because this week is, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot <laughs> going on. So um, we've got, obviously, the approach of Christmas um, coming up on the weekend. We've got um, the winter solstice on Wednesday. We've got the new moon on Friday. We've got the sun moving into Capricorn on Wednesday, initiating Capricorn season. And we're also already in Mercury retrogrades pre-shadow. So there is some intense, intense energy going on. But we're also really, um, you know, like I talked about last week, working with that waning energy. So I want to try and keep this week's episode fairly succinct because I know how busy it is for everybody right now. I want you to be able to take in the content, um, but in a way that um, is manageable as we're all working with shopping lists and finishing work and, and all of that stuff. So um, let's begin with the the fourth candle on the solstice prayer wheel so or the advent wreath however you um honor that particular practice so the the fourth candle for this week is the theme of love and the element of earth i thought this was really interesting because we went to we went to the shops earlier to get some bits in for the week and it was really unpleasant, really unpleasant. <laughs> and it made me, it, it was it was helpful. It was helpful to go. I mean, we had to get stuff. <laughs> so it was helpful from a pra practical point of view. Um, but yeah, it really helped ahead of recording this because people were so, you know, in that headset of that mindset sorry of like rushing rushing and grabbing and you know that that tangible selfish energy that makes it's, it's abrasive it's abrasive I found it really difficult and I thought it was so interesting because we're rushing around and sometimes you know I can be like that too I'm not being judgmental I can be abrasive I can be rushy I can be not aware of, of who else is around me 
but we can get into that headspace I think at this time of year of like no 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 like I am being generous and kind but just to the people that I know you know so everyone else doesn't matter like I, I got to get this thing and I got to get the last packet of cheese crackers and I've got to get that and I need to make sure that I get one of those the cakes where the box isn't dented you know because we think I because I want to cherish the people in my life but what we're doing is not realizing that everybody else has that exact viewpoint and and that's why it gets it gets grabby it gets pushy it gets rushy aggressive lack of patience and you add that in with the pressure you know of this time of year um people feeling really uh scared of not having enough um you know that it's tangible when you go out in the world at the moment you know people on I don't feel that people are coping very well and when I came home and I was looking at the the notes for this week and the theme of love and I thought you know we've got to try and come back into our heart spaces because if if I see this happen every year at Christmas I think we have these wonderful romantic notions of what it's going to be like on December 1st we get everything out and we're so excited and the Christmas films come on and we're lighting our advent candles or we're opening our advent calendars and you know there's this kind of such joy in anticipation and then it gets to this week where you know (laughs) there's only a few days left and it just all of that kind of just transforms into stress and anger and frustration and disappointment so I want to invite us all into a into a space of love you know so remember why we're doing all of this stuff you know if we if we really trying to honor the energy of this time of year of community and family and love like try and remember that everybody has family and community and are trying to tend to their own worlds and nobody is more important than anybody else so one thing I was really trying to do before rather than just getting like absorbed in the madness (laughs) of Aldi (laughs) it was to just try and take a step back and be like okay you know you can go ahead you know, I reach something down for someone, you know, I'll, I'll take the dented box because it doesn't matter, um, you know, and perhaps just, just taking a bit of time to like step back, come into the heart, soften and connect to this time of year as a time for love and a time for generosity and a time for um, giving to others. And sometimes giving to others is is those moments of giving our time, giving up our place in the queue, giving um, a smile, you know, uh, an awareness of other people. You know, it doesn't always have to be giving as a sense of like, oh, I need to donate to charity or I need to go and make sure I've done this. You know, having a generous heart means we are aware of the people around us. So making space for people, taking time for people looking out for people so I wanted to begin with that because I think it gets it can get lost this time of year and before you know it it will be next week when I talk to you next week it'll be boxing day it'll be over you know and I think if we're not careful if we're not present if we don't stay mindful it disappears and we look back you think you know what 
that didn't go how I wanted it to go. <laughs> like I didn't feel how I wanted to feel. I lost my Christmas feeling or I lost my festive feeling. So yeah, I wanted to begin with with love. What a nice place to start. And to also remind us this week that we are moving through the week. Sorry for that weird noise, by the way. Bowie is at the door <laughs> making this weird like yawning sound. Um yeah, just to remind us this week that we are we're journeying through the waning crescent moon into the dark moon. And that is most of this week. So we have got barely any sunlight. We're working through the shortest days of the year and we don't have any moonlight either. So also in the context of what I was talking about before with the shops and the busyness and everything, everybody's also probably running on empty uh, and not aware of, of why everything feels so hard because we've lost that connection to nature and to cycles and to what the sun is doing or what the moon is doing. And you know, we might be thinking to ourselves, I've got so much to do this week and I just feel so tired. I just feel like I want to go to bed. I just want to like read a book. I just want to be in the quiet. I just want some time for myself, you know. So again, just be aware of that this week that we, we are we are working with the lowest energy of the entire year this week. Christmas Day itself, if Christmas Day is significant to you, it's helpful to know that um, we are actually going to be in a little bit more of a lifted energy as we get to that day because the moon will actually be waxing again by the time we get to Christmas Day and the moon will be in Aquarius, which is a light, expansive, um, loves the collective, loves community, you know. So I think Christmas Day in terms of the lunar energy should feel quite light um, and joyful. But to get there, <laughs> we've got to move through the dark moon um, and through the new moon as well. So let's have a look at this week. Today, Monday, the 19th of December, we are in the waning crescent moon. So we're working now with the last bit of moonlight of this lunar cycle. We are in the sign of Scorpio today and tomorrow. Not an easy sign for a lot of people, can be very emotional, can bring up stuff past stuff karmic stuff um you know I've talked about this often with Scorpio but if we're not expressing ourselves honestly we can sometimes get to the moon in Scorpio and it can all just come out whether we like it or not so having an awareness around that today and tomorrow I'm gonna say I've said before you can honor the dark moon on just for one day for um two days for three days I'm gonna say with this week that the dark moon begins on Wednesday with the winter solstice and then stays in the dark moon through Thursday and then we're welcoming in the new moon in Capricorn on Friday when we get to Wednesday with the moon in Sagittarius, the moon is returning to the sign that the new moon was in, okay? So if you created new moon intentions for the new moon in Sagittarius, this is your indication, okay, we've come full circle, the moon is now back in Sagittarius, so we can work with that Sagittarian energy again, revisit those qualities, 
but we can also reflect on the lunar cycle. How has it been? How has Sagittarius season been for you? Have you enjoyed it? Have you um, connected with it? Has it been really difficult? Have you honoured your intentions? Have there been obstacles to those intentions? So your dark moon time is this really powerful time to reflect, process and integrate the experiences of the months, the moons, so that you can move forward through the new moon. Okay, so the dark moon is taking place or beginning on the same day as the winter solstice and the same day that the sun is moving into Capricorn. So Capricorn season begins on the winter solstice and then we have the new moon in Capricorn on Friday and then the waxing crescent moon on Saturday and then moving into Aquarius on the Sunday. Okay, so with Wednesday, if you can, if you can, I would really try to make some space to connect with the darkness. It's going to be the darkest day, the shortest day, the longest night, no moon. So the void, really, this this opportunity, as I've said, to to integrate. So winter is a time for integration, and I don't feel that we really make any space for that I was thinking about it yesterday um I was doing some yoga last night and you, know, you get to the bit towards the end and you think oh should I should I or shouldn't I skip shavasana and I never advocate skipping shavasana <laughs> but I've been guilty of it in my own practices going oh you know should I just go and get on with the you know the dinner or whatever it is but one of the things that I always say to my students is if we do that, if we skip Shavasana at the end of yoga practice, we aren't able to integrate all the things that we've done in that session. It's like working on your laptop for an hour and then not hitting save. I really feel that winter is like that. I think that winter is designed to help us integrate all that we've been through, through spring, through summer, through autumn to process, to unravel the year, um, to take the messages, the wisdom, the blessings, but it needs to be integrated so that we can then move forward. And I, I want us to understand also that the you know winter isn't ending with the winter solstice, winter isn't ending, Christmas winter is gonna be going through to really march I would say here in the UK I think that Imolk is beautiful to welcome in the first signs signs of spring but it's not spring you know Imolk is is a liminal space it holds the energy of end of winter and beginning of spring but we don't really feel that shift until the spring equinox in March in Aries season the start of the new zodiac calendar so we've got a lot of winter left to go so you don't have to have all of this figured out by january 1st and i think we need to really get away from that um that pressure of i've got to integrate the entire year i've got to have all my shit processed i've got to have my shit together for january 1st yeah it's winter winter ring <laughs> it's it's a long process you know we've got a lot of time between Samhain 
and the spring equinox, you know, if we're looking at it that way, or if you want to look at it from the winter solstice to the spring equinox. But there's there's time for it, you know, and I think that will help our approach to this time of year as well. If we remember that winter is January, winter is February, winter is moving still through March. We've got plenty of time for this integration and plenty of time to reflect and to and just not to feel that we've got to have it all figured out by the 1st of January. Yeah, the calendar, I think, tricks us a lot, you know, because we get things like it's 20, but it will be 2023. It'll be a new year. I've got to leave all this stuff behind. We may feel that we've got an idea of the things that we want to leave behind in this year. And that's great. You know, you might already think, yeah, definitely want to let go of that. Definitely don't want to do that. But there might also be a lot that you just haven't had the time to think about. So use Wednesday, use the shortest day, this longest night to, to think about integration, to think about beginning or continuing this process of unraveling of um, the dying back of the winter time and the decay you know so when I look at my garden there's still things that are in the process of dying and then returning to the earth and then decomposing it's not yet that sense that everything's gone you know it's a process and that will carry on so um yeah, I wanted to speak on that for this week. So when we get to the winter solstice, they're honouring the return of light, of course, that's what it symbolises, the rebirth of the sun, the fact that the sun will begin to wax again towards the summer solstice. Um, but to, as we're honouring the light and we're celebrating, celebrating the rebirth of the sun to not skip past the dark. So really let yourself enter into be in that place of darkness to reflect to spend some time with yourself maybe to spend some time with your grief and your sorrow and your loss make space for those feelings they're important they also need to be integrated into us and we need time and space to be able to to do that as well Capricorn season really invites us to do this work anyway so as we move through um as, as the sun moves into capricorn this in the astrological calendar initiates astrological winter so capricorn is kind of saying okay now the work begins you know now we're really going to look at this stuff because it's it's still dark it's still cold you know and it's that sense of things being really stripped back, you know, the trees no longer having their leaves, you know, that barren landscape of winter and really looking at stuff in its rawness. Capricorn wants us to do that. They're very spiritual. They're very deep. They're very grounded, very um, practical as well and very dedicated. So there's there's kind of, I feel like, uh, two layers to Capricorn. There's this sense of that kind of elder energy the crone the grandmother the wise woman you know that spirituality that maturity but there's also this other side of Capricorn that we see that's you know career orientated and um you know going after goals and being very practical about that and so it's working on integrating those two things as well so bringing it all together um, we will be talking about this more 
in detail on Friday night. So I'll be running my free online women's circle on Friday this week. And we'll be really going into the Capricorn archetype, looking at the wise women. We're also going to be doing quite a bit of ancestor work on Friday night. And we're going to be looking at Mother's Night, which is the 24th of December, and um, feed, sort of blending that all together. So the Capricorn archetype, the female line, our ancestors, and then Mother's Night. And how Mother's Night used to be the celebration of the mother goddess rebirthing the sun. Um, so it's a really beautiful way to um, work with the 24th of December. I will be talking a little bit about the Oracle Nights, the 12 days of Yule, uh, the 12 days of midwinter, the 12 Oracle days, because we will be beginning the Green Witches year with that, um, with that practice. We'll be journeying together through those divination days. Um, so, yeah, if you want to join us on Friday night, it's absolutely free. The circle will probably go for about two hours seven o'clock UK time I will put the link in the comments in the show notes for this episode and then the Green Witches year actually opens the course content goes live on Wednesday with the winter solstice so those of you that have already signed up you will get your content um, opening on that day and you'll have a winter solstice meditation to meet the Kaliak and to honour this beautiful time of year. Uh, you'll also have your workbook. Dun, dun, dun. It's too, actually too dark to see this. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm super, super pleased with um, the journal as it came back from the printers the other day. But yeah, it's just like it is really dark. I'll have to do another, <clears throat> another video of it. Yeah, I'm super, super pleased with it. So everybody in the Green Witches year, you get one of these every single month. So it's a PDF download of a workbook for each month. So this page is for the Oracle Nights to do our divination practice every day for 12 days. And then you've also got New Year uh, divination. You've got um, more things you can't see in the slides. <laughs> um full moon uh our plan allies for january is hellebore we've got talking about distaff day and winter witches la bafana aromatherapy celtic tree calendar so yeah ways to look after the birds and reuse your christmas trees in january as well we've got crystal grids We've got setting up your winter garden if you haven't already, um, moon journaling pages, all oh, these lovely journaling pages. So there you go. Yeah, I'm super, super happy with how it's turned out. And it does look a lot nicer when it's not so dark and gloomy. <laughs> um, so yeah, Green Witch's course goes live on Wednesday, but you've got plenty of time to sign up. Um, all the way really through January and then it will close because it's a 12 month program and it's you can either pay for the whole thing in one go or you can pay monthly but obviously once we get going <laughs> you don't want to have like missed missed out um, on content so um, 
yeah, if you're thinking about joining, but you're not sure, join us on Friday night to get a little bit more information about the course. You can see how a circle works with part of the course is you, um, yeah, you'll have a, a new moon circle every month, which will be live on Zoom. We'll all come together. I'll guide us through ritual and meditation and ceremony. We'll have a chance to talk to each other and share if we want to. Um, you get your journals. There's grimoire prompt. So I've just done a video today explaining about grimoires and showing my ones. And I'm going to be doing prompts each month for you to work through your, your magical journals or your grimoires. There's a goddess meditation every month as well for the full moon. So Frigga or Frigg um, is our goddess for January. Um, yeah, there's a lots of like herbal, obviously with the green witch um, as the theme lots of plant magic, lots of herbs. We're going to be making our own incense. We're going to be doing spell candles. We're going to be doing um, lots of practical magic. So I'm really, really excited. And there's a really lovely group that have already joined. So I'm excited to see who else might be joining us for the year. But I think it's going to be a really nice little space for us to connect to some magic and some positivity, you know, as the world continues to be a very dark and difficult place to be sometimes so yeah really looking forward to that um so yeah I'll put the link in the in the show notes and then um yeah join us on Friday if you would like to um I think that is everything for this week um so yeah stay in the heart connect to the theme of love for this week I wish you a beautiful solstice for Wednesday. If anybody would like some more guidance for the solstice rituals, meditation to do, I will put the link to my um, midwinter magic course in the notes here as well. Um, really good value, you know, $20 and it's a self-study course, but there's yoga in there, there's recipes in there, there's journaling sheets, there's um, folklore and history associated with the winter solstice um so yeah I'm I'm always um when I look back at the courses when I go back in I'm like you know what I worked really hard on that it's a really nice course so yeah if you're interested if you want a little bit more information or just to be able to work with it a little bit deeper um then that is there as well and I will see some of you on Friday night for our circle and then I'll be back next week. I might try and pre-record the video for next week because it will be busy. Um, so, yeah, I will try my best to get Moonday Musings to you next week. But it might be a little bit late and that's OK. <laughs> so take care. Have a beautiful solstice. Wishing you all a really lovely Christmas weekend, however you choose to spend it. Make it easy on yourself. Go gently, go kindly. And I will see you soon. All right, take care, everyone.